Backdoor Cut! Uh, you're listening to Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo, here with Matt Beatty. Jake is in America right now, not hunting elk, funnily enough. No. He's at a Bucks party. <laughs> is he right now? He's at yeah, a Bucks party. I believe so. He's hitting up well, buck, a Bucks week, if you will. Mate, some people. Some of these people. <laughs> we're on good money here at Backdoor Cut, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, where, where's my cut? Yeah, where, where, yeah, one of us maybe. <laughs> He's gone to a couple of NBA games. He was at Lakers versus Grizz the other night. Was that the Anthony Davis yeah, 4020 game? Yeah, that lucky bastard. Yeah. Um, He's gone to a couple of hockey games, although we're not about that here on Backdoor Cut, so I'm not going to delve into <laughs> that too much. We miss him though. Anywho, this is the first week of the NBA We've done our overs and unders. We've given all our predictions, and there's been some shocks, Matt Beatty. It's not all. It's not all we thought it would be so far. Yeah, I mean, it's there's been. We're a week removed from our over unders, and I'm already feeling a bit nervous <laughs> about some of them. Yeah, we were. I, we were much more careful with our locks this time around, mostly because we made such a joke of it last <laughs> year. We didn't want to repeat our errors. So a couple of most of our locks are looking all right. Your did you lock Phoenix this time? I think I did. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I locked them last time, and it looks like I picked the wrong year to lock them. To lock, yeah. But yeah. um, first thing before we get into any of that, I want to talk about something that got me really excited yesterday. Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid getting it on. In the ring. In the ring. Got on the, the gloves court, on. In Twitter later on Instagram. Oh. I reckon the Instagram shots were even heavier than the Joel Embiid. Fight. Joel Embiid's uh, uh, first post was like that was knockout blow. <laughs> yeah, but then Cat returns with the crying face. Yeah, so but that, I, that's pretty. Yeah, good too. it's good, but like I, I feel like that Joel's first post elicited that reaction. <laughs> like there was, he just got him calling him a cat, calling the Jimmy Butler ref, tagging yeah, yeah, Jimmy yeah, Butler, yeah. the tagging, third, that was a third big stringers. Move. That like yeah, he's, that was a big move. Yeah, Clearly, he... it's like they've discussed it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And has Jimmy responded to anything yet? Uh, I, I, I haven't seen it. I, I was seeing so. posts being like, Jimmy hasn't even logged on yet. Yes. People have been like, if I even so much as see Jimmy go green, I want to hear about it. <laughs> I feel like Jimmy's not a big social media. <laughs> no, I mean, no. you got no time for social media when you're up at 3 a.m. to get <laughs> a practice <laughs> putting up seven shots. hours early, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was a big brawl on the court. Two-game suspension for both of them. Um our boy Ben Simmons got in on the breaking him apart act, and by breaking him apart, he just put Carl Anthony Towns in a rear naked choke. <laughs> Full took his back and everything. Had him in the cripple across face there. Yeah. He had, he's had him locked up. Former UFC champ Eddie Alvarez tweeted Ben Simmons, I'm going to be at the game next week. Before the match, I'll come backstage and <laughs> we'll work on a few things. You can actually put this guy out. Uh... I, he got no suspension. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel like it was... He didn't really... He, <laughs> That's awesome. He was in there just to try and break it up, right? <laughs> yeah, I think no, the, rest he them, <laughs> he put, the rest he of them... The rest of them were... There's probably a question mark, like maybe he should have been grabbing his own teammate rather than the other <laughs> the other guy. But, I mean, for the most part, like he wasn't there trying to escalate things. He was trying to calm it down. To be honest with you, I'm pretty surprised how light the suspensions are. Two games each. I thought it would be heftier than that. Yeah. For like a full... Court the other thing, the though, like, and we were talking about this just before, like, it, it wasn't really much of a fight either, though. Yeah, it was a lot of hugging. I think it was a 2019 version of an NBA fight. <laughs> like, it's not, there was no real punches. It was a lot of pushing and shoving and 
sort of grabbing like he's a hugging and falling to the floor and then like but it wasn't really like probably the the fact that the benches kind of cleared was a bit of an issue which i think you know that's probably leading to the suspensions but at the same time it's they've only suspended cat and and Embiid, so it hasn't really affected any of the other guys but i, I feel like Clearing the benches is always like a big no. Like even we go back to that FIBA game, that that Australia and, and Philippines game. <laughs> That's where, a fight. Where <laughs> dude, the Philippine bench was they were up and about, and all the Aussie blokes are just sitting there like watching whoa, their whoa, dudes whoa, getting whoa. chairs thrown at them and Thon Makers throwing some fly kicks just Flying to try knees. and defend himself. But yeah, I mean, I I don't have too much of an issue with it. Like whatever, it was pretty nuffy. Like at the end of the day, they got ejected. Like. How's it wasn't MB really a fight. I don't want to hurt. The whole crowd yeah, as he's um, walking out to the locker room. Yeah, he loves that stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> I know. Just a month ago, he's like, "I will never talk trash again." Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Even and I'm mean, even Carl Anthony Towns's mother, like, yeah, yeah, fr- yeah. throwing up the bird. That was hilarious. Yeah. I like how uh, Philadelphia released a statement, adamantly pushing the agenda that Cat started it. He was the aggressor. Embiid was what was he to do? Had to protect himself. Yeah. I can't wait till the next time they come well, I mean, there. the unfortunate thing is the fact that what one's in the Western Conference, one's in there. It There's would probably be one, one more, more yeah. Season. And I mean, I don't know. I think Philly will be there, but I don't know about nah, Minnesota. No, watch Embiid sit that game, full get in Cat's head. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. Well, if he sits, that's, mate, that's that's a cat move. That's yeah. a dog move, bro. you got to get out there. you got to defend yourself. you got to see him out there on the court. Anyway, outside of fighting, the results of these teams aren't exactly shocking to us. Philly has come out of the gates firing on all cylinders. That was to be expected. I the defense is terrifying. Were you surprised by Minnesota's start? No, I felt the feel-good vibes yeah. coming into the season. I didn't think they would suck, and they don't suck. I don't think they're going to challenge for anything. Yeah. I still don't. But um, Kat's come out with way more usage of the ball now. He's shooting historic numbers. He's rebounding well. He's defending much better than he has. And he's showing the ability that he can defend, which we've all said he's he does have the ability. We've seen him do well, it. Well, he has a size, right? Yeah, he, he should just, be able to. He's got the quick feet. He's just, it's one of those things where he just like doesn't engage fully, and he's not he's not wholly focused on dropping back and being that guy for his team. And when he's not, they get around him too easy. But he can do it. They certainly need him to do it. If they're going to make any noise this year. I mean, they're they're sort of going a bit smaller now. They're embracing that. I mean, there's a lot more of the Broco at the four and and pretty much four out and then Cat sort of as the the anchor. Like, obviously, offensively, he is just a beast and he Mm. can get whatever he wants. But defensively, like you said, it's always been the the, the question mark. I, I don't know. I didn't really have much of a buzz about Minnesota at the start of the season, but they're three and one now. So, like, it's... They've started really strongly. Yeah, and they've got like a bunch of high-energy backcourt guys, wing guys that can defend. Like like you said, Rocco can defend. Um, these rookies. I love bringing a Kogi. In. A Kogi yeah, all beast. these rookies they're bringing in can defend. Um, even Wiggins. Laugh well, mate, all you dude, want. Yeah, he's had a strong week. He's you had can't... a strong week. Wiggins has been putting in concerted effort on the defensive end. His plus-minus is through the roof every game. He led his team in plus-minus a couple of times, which is more than can be said for the rest of his career so far. Who knows? How much longer before you buy some stock? No, no, no. Uh, (laughs) You need a little bit more sample size. Full year. year. I need him to make the playoffs and then watch him in the playoffs before I can buy stock in this guy. If you can decide to switch on and off like that, I want nothing to do with you. 
Philly, do you, so the other side of this this scuffle, Philly. I mean, they've started probably as everyone expected. They yeah. just look like a menace on the defensive yeah. end, and they are. And like, not too much to read into that. Yeah. They're just long, strong, big, bit lumbering, not really enough shooting, which could yep. become a problem later down the line. But grinding out these regular season games, like they're going to batter up a whole bunch of teams this year, and over seven games when it does come to the playoffs. That's a lot of punishment to get past the. It sixes. is, yeah, that's true. And I mean, I, I, I just think that they're going to work out the offense. It's not going to be the best offense in the league, but there's enough talent there, and you, you sort of hope. I mean, even Ben, he's managed to score Ben's so far come, in this Ben's week. Ben's come like, out like really far. He's got this look about him, unlike the previous seasons, where he almost wants to prove a point. Maybe all this talk about his shooting, he wants to show the world look, regardless of that, I can still dominate everyone. And he's yeah. been doing it so far. Yeah. They're just really deep. Yeah, They're so really deep. deep. Jay Rich has been great. Tobias Harris has been great. Al Horford Their just bench does Al Horford things. Tybal, we've yeah. talked about. What's more surprising to me at the top of the East is the Raptors holding on. I yeah, didn't man. think the floor was going to fall out because it's still essentially, bar Kawhi, the same team. And they were a good team without him. So it's not like they were going to become bad. But they've, they've got the second-best defense in the league so far. Uh, Siakam has just, like, had absolutely no problem picking up all this extra work to do. Um, OG Ananobis look good. Everyone's defending well. I've, like, this is, <laughs> they've been great. <laughs> I, I think, and obviously it's very early days, but uh, to compare to last season, and I think we had that big narrative about in the East there's, like, four teams. And I think now... Philly and Milwaukee have kind of put a gap between the rest of them. They're the top two, and then it's like, who's the third best team? And I think there's... Probably still Toronto. I think it's Toronto, right? (laughs) Like, I feel like, I mean, if Jake was here, he'd be talking about your Celtics right now. But (laughs) there's probably a few... The Celtics are in that mix. I think Toronto are in that mix for sure. I'm probably with you. I I kind of lean with them. Um, I mean, Miami, we'll talk about Miami. Like, I think they're... Obviously, they didn't make the playoffs last season, but they look look so much better this year. Um, Indiana's kind of slipped off. We're not too sure. Obviously, we need to see a little bit more of them. Brogdon and Sabonis have looked great, but they need more help. They need more help, man. And and there's no real timetable with Oladipo, so it's I'm a bit worried about them. But and and, I mean Brooklyn. Brooklyn is sort of a question mark. They made the playoffs last season and kind of expected them to take another step this year. Obviously, recruiting Kyrie and and I mean KD's not going to play, but they've brought him in as well. But, I mean, we've heard some noise there as well, you know, Kyrie fitting in. Yeah, bad vibes, yeah. But, I mean, to to bring it back to Toronto, this is, there's so much continuous, sort of consistency from last season with, with, I mean, Kawhi is the only only guy that really lost, right? And Siakam. Yeah, Danny Green. Danny Danny Green, yeah. OG Ananobi has essentially stepped in and. And, I mean, Siakam is. He's He's so good, man. He's such a player. Yeah, defensively and offensively. You can't beat that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's like you said, he's just taken on that extra load. That, like it's nothing. That Kawhi like sort of should have had it all along. I mean, Gasol and Kyle Lowry, probably at this point in their careers, are not really making the same sort of impact on the box score. But Siakam's there. And I mean, even the dude like Van Vliet, who he's managed that first game of the year, he had like 20-some points, 30 mm. points. It's crazy. So I, I, I think they're going to be... Strong. They're probably. I don't know. Where, I don't fancy them against the top two, but I think that they're probably the they're next best start. team, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're probably right there with the Celtics, who we will admit have had much better vibes this year. Yeah, I think obviously Kemba is 
Kemba's starting to find his feet. And what we're finding now is the team are playing for one another. They're not just five dudes out there playing. They're playing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Gordon Hayward. They're not just looking, well, how am I going to get mine? How am I going to look good? Everyone's playing as one. Kemba's brought in these this good energy with him. He's starting to score even stronger. I think he had 30 points yesterday. Um, they'll, they'll make some noise later down in the year. The only weakness so far that they're clearly showing is at the center spot. Yeah, the center spot's a bit of a worry. Yeah, Time Lord's been soaking up an awful lot of minutes there. And he hasn't been doing too badly, to be fair to him, but they I, got, they got to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do there. Grant Williams has been playing a bit there, the rookie, and he's looked great defensively so far. Has not skipped a beat jumping from college to the NBA, which is easier said than done. Um, I'd love to see how Raptors and Celtics play out as the season goes. But you mentioned in there the Miami Heat. I want to talk about the Miami Heat because they've. I had a feeling they were going to be very good, but they've, they're very good. They're back, baby. They're very I'm, good. I'm declaring, yeah. line in the sand, they're back. Yeah, yeah. They've looked. Who's Kendrick Nunn? Who is, yeah, who is who's that guy? Who's Kendrick Nunn? He's lighting <laughs> Just up straight teams, up man. dominating <laughs> Torch and everyone. Eric's he had Spolstra. another 20 points. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, Tyler Harrow's the other one, right? Yeah, the rookie. When your offense, nothing. dude, you've got two rookies who are carrying the offense almost. Jimmy Butler didn't start the year. He played today. He played, I think he's played two games yeah, now this today, season. Yeah, today was his second, I think. Like, it's such a luxury to sort of bring him back into this team, and they, they're kind of doing okay even without him so yeah. early. Like, we expect him, obviously, he's going to be the superstar of this team, best player, but those rookies have started very hot. Um, Bam Adebayo, Bam has been really looking good. unreal. Yeah. I'm so happy yeah. with that. He's finally got all the time and space and no one breathing down his neck to play his game. Jimmy and him are already getting on like a house on fire, as predicted. I think probably it's probably the only time Jimmy's played with a guy as competitive as him. <laughs> I, I just think it's it's a it's a model for a successful basketball team in, in 2019. There's a lot of a lot of shooting on that team yep. now. Um, there's a willingness to move the ball. You've got a center who just sort of runs the floor and doesn't really command too many touches or yep. back to basket sort of low but post they've, stuff. They've like, got so much sprinkled into this yep. team. Like they've got Goran Dragic's playmaking Even and, to, yeah. and ball handling in a pinch. I mean, they got Jimmy's ruthless aggression, just barrel towards the rim. Justice Winslow. They've got Bam. Bam's a great passer of the ball. You're like, you check his assist totals every night. They're right up there. And that's not including everything he's doing, like hockey assists and uh, setting hard screens for someone to curl around him. That This is a strong team. It's a pretty miraculous kind of a rebuild, to be honest, considering that they, they were never, they weren't terrible post LeBron post big three like they I mean obviously they had a few years where they, they a lot of things didn't go their way yeah and I mean like the Chris Bosch Chris Bosch was an unfortunate was, yeah. situation D Wade trading him bringing him back like it's I, I just think that they've got I mean you've got two rookies who are lighting up the league mm. so and that's great like, signs right I looked into Kendrick Nunn because I, I swear I've heard that name before yeah and because I have he got drafted by the Warriors last year never played cut him Heat picked him up Mate. from obscurity, and here we are. Warriors <laughs> could be using him right about uh, now. Yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> oh, my God. Should we talk about the yeah, Warriors? Yeah, let's, Should we let's just, just transition? Get stuck straight into the Warriors. Steph Curry has a broken hand. Not ideal. Not ideal. Not <laughs> it's ideal. a light way to put it, I, I'd say. The best player on your team is is out. I don't know how... What I didn't really even see a diagnosis there, but... They have not confirmed that yeah. he's still got to get scans and all that. And this... We were talking a little bit off mic about this. 
I have a sneaking suspicion Bob Myers and the Golden State Warriors are going to take their sweet time with Steph because what this has done is, if you would call an injury an opportunity, it has given them an opportunity to have an excuse to be bad. Coming off the Warriors dynasty, it doesn't matter if you just lost KD or Iggy or Livingston or anything like that. You have no excuse to be bad. You've still got Steph Curry. You've still got D'Angelo Russell. You've still got uh, uh, Draymond Green. Like The team was, for better or worse, they had to be a competitive team. But now that Steph's down, a lot of options open up for this team. They can just kind of quietly start to sit Draymond. Maybe they field some trade offers for D'Lo. Like, this team can essentially, for lack of a better word, tank this season, pick up a decent draft pick, and come back next year with Steph and Clay Thompson reinvigorated back into the fold. Draymond's still there. And you've got another championship yeah, core. It's an off. This is an off year now. They have. Yeah, to, they have like, to tank. Like well, it, there's no other choice. Mate, even if they don't try and tank, they're, they're going to be gonna bad. Suck. Well, my my thing was, and even forget the Steph injury. I just I had concerns, even with Steph fully healthy, because it's you're just asking him to do so much, and mm-hmm. over the course of an 82 game regular season, like I just don't know whether or not he would be able to do that up to the time. I mean, you see, no one is like that now. It's, it's all, all this load management and guys who are sitting and you really needed 82 games from Steph this year. And obviously we're a week in and he's just broken his hand. So you, you're not going to get that now. Yeah. So uh, it, I think it's probably a little bit for us as watchers, as fans, oh, everyone, observers of the league. league. I don't want to yeah. paint the picture that this is good news. Yeah, exactly. Not, but from the Warriors' perspective... Something may come of this. Well, yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. sort of thing. Like it's, it's sort of pushed them. It's forced them into sort of making this decision now. I think yeah. in, for a in, team that was fighting off being bad. Yeah. Now they don't have to fight so. Well, they have an ex- yeah, like you said, they have an excuse. Yeah. yeah. It's I, I don't know. Like it's, it's the Warriors game is going to be a tough watch. Yeah. Going forward. Initially, I thought with Steph being healthy, D'Lo would stick around for the full year just to keep them competitive, have another... Because they got no one else. Like, Alec Burks Mate. can't be D'Lo. Jo- who's Jordan Poole? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it's, someone, it's someone Pascal. got a Pascal. Th- the yeah. bottom of the barrel. But, like, now, with Steph gone, they've really got no need to keep D'Lo around with Clay coming back next year. They might as well go all in on developing these young guys even if they may not end up being superstars, you might as well develop them into useful rotational players. Field D'Lo, get some offers in. Yeah, get I, th- couple, I think Get another draft pick. Yeah, I like, think that's right. I think that's probably what they will do, right? If they can finish this season with their own high draft pick and another high another, draft pick yeah. from D'Lo, plus have Steph, Clay, and Draymond next year, we're, we're, we're still on here. Yeah, I mean, even and again, even the clay issue, right? Like, and I think we've talked about this before. It's sort of coming back from the injury that he's had ACL. Like, it's you don't want to rush that back. No. There's and now, no, and now no that you have no to. reason to, yeah. you don't need to. He can sit the whole year. Yeah. It's, I think it probably works out better for him in that regard. It's just going to be... It's so different because for the past five years now, we've exp- the Warriors, the expectation is finals mm. and championships, mm. and it's now they're not going to make the playoffs. We're yeah, a week well, in and they're not going to make the playoffs. They might just stumble into their very own Tim Duncan. Who knows? Yeah, and well, they might pull off a Spurs from all this. Oof. I mean, the other one, right, is Steve Kerr. Like, this is now... This is the first real... 
is Steve? Yeah, we're gonna. Ha- I mean, there'll be questions this year at some point. I have no doubt. Is Steve Kerr a good coach? Which is absurd. <laughs> like, like, I hope not. <laughs> like that's gonna happen. They're gonna lose a lot of games. I reckon. This oh yeah, year. they're gonna lose a lot of games. It'd be cool if Draymond doesn't get sat and he just plays the right. I'm gonna teach all these guys how Warriors well, play ball. The thing is, there, right? I, I don't think he's necessarily gonna get sat. I think he's gonna play. It's. It's more so just like, is Draymond all of a sudden his number's going to explode? Is this guy going to yeah. get like 20 points a game? I feel like he's going to play see point that. guard now. Yeah, so definitely. his assist totals will go up. Yeah. Doesn't really have a choice. I, in I just other. don't... He's not a scorer, right? He's no. definitely not a scorer. So it's... His passing is phenomenal. His defense has always been great. So no question marks there, but it's just like he can't off- he can't carry the load offensively. No. There's no way. No, no. It'd be like asking Marcus Smart to carry the Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a decent enough offensive player, but no, nah, not his game. Um another surprise which we briefly mentioned earlier was the Phoenix Suns. And well, I don't know what to say. I really did expect them to suck. And especially so with DeAndre Ayton being suspended 25 games. 25 games. games. But Bainesy just stepped up. Into Aaron Baines. (laughs) Yeah. What did he get yesterday? 24 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists and 2 blocks or something like that. Best line of his NBA career. Yeah. Bainesy's showing, I can start. Like, you don't need to... I... I, the, The whole thing with the Suns, I mean, again, we're a week into the season, but it's... I've watched more Suns this year than all of last year already. <laughs> like, you were, I still, we make jokes about this all the time about you and the Suns and the over last year. I mean, you were, you picked the wrong year. We I said this at the, the start. Year. This is the year where they're going to make they a big the leap. Veterans. They, I've learned my lesson from that. It's crazy that it's, and I mean, it's literally Ricky Rubio, and I, I put stock in Baines, right? I think Rubio and Baines, you add Monty Williams as the coach. That's three, three positional changes, personnel changes. The sort of, Outlook is so much different because of three personnel changes. Yeah, and like Bainsey wasn't projected. Obviously, he was meant to back up. Yeah. And he was purely brought in as a high character, yeah. won't take shit from his team, will set the tone. Well, that, that, that was his sole That's job, the dude, really. dude. I was watching a game the other day and Kelly Oubre got a bit heated. I playing the Clippers. They beat the Clippers, mm. right? Kelly Oubre getting a bit heated in a foul trouble, wasn't happy with some calls, and, and Baines is pulling him over and trying to calm him down. Like, it's that sort of experience that guys like Baines and, and Ruby. Ruby has been a pro since he's like 16, yeah. and he's like 29 now. It's insane. Yeah. He's been around forever. And that sort of experience, that wisdom that these guys have, it's just going to calm down guys like Oubre and Booker. Like, this Booker's probably loving this. Oh, this yeah. is the first time that he's... He's like, oh, thank I might God. actually win some games <laughs> yeah. this season, right? Like, the Suns are... I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to make playoffs or anything like that, but it's just there's some optimism now. If you're a Phoenix yeah, fan, for the definitely. first time in a couple of years, it's, it's insane for definitely. them. Who would have thought that getting rid of all that all those guys you just drafted? Even, dude, even like dudes like Dario Saric, Frank Kaminsky, yeah. like they're playing Saric roles on this team, man. Ultimate pro. I'm a huge Dario Saric fan. Um, and like, as you mentioned with Rubio, I thought that he would like clog up things a little bit the ball would be in his hands too much but he's such a smart player he's figuring out ways to make it work to get Devin Booker open and take some of the load off him it's it's been cool it's been good to watch I don't want the Suns to suck so this is good it, it definitely Rubio's addition it's the best point guard that Booker's ever played with yeah right I, I think Booker said it he's like we've had veterans around here before but this is the first time we've had guys come in who are like fresh from chasing the playoffs, from chasing championships. Yeah. They're not here after like 
10 years of wafting With around. the last paycheck yeah, before yeah, they, yeah. yeah. No, this is like, Bainesy was just playing for the Celtics, yeah. trying to pull them forward yeah. with Kyrie. Uh, Rubio was just with the Jazz trying to help them. Like, these are winners. And I mean, even like Rubio just won a FIBA World Cup. Yeah. Ba- obviously, Bain's involved with the Boomers. Bain's in a contract year. So there's there's a lot of motivation there. So I, it's encouraging signs. I'm, I can't believe the Suns have, <laughs> they're, they're one of my league pass teams already this yeah, year. Who'd have thought? I, I want to tune in every time they play. Um, who else has been a surprise out west so far? Well, probably the di- surprise for a disappointing reason is, is is the Sacramento Kings. Oh, yeah, of course. Sacramento. Uh, what? And we said this at the time. We said it at the time. We all blew up. We don't know why. And now it's like proof is in the pudding. Why did they fire Dave Yeager? Yeah, it's 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 early days, but like, oh, my why? God. I, they're 0-5. Like the first positive, definite, clear improvement season they've had in... 10, 15 years, they sack the coach, bring in Luke Walton, who's had no history of success other than backing up Steve Kerr at the Warriors. Coaching the most stacked team yeah, in, in the, the history, history of, of basketball. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you... it's, it's really making me sad because now they've just tied up Harrison Barnes for the long haul. They've just tied up Buddy Heald for the long haul. So their team is set. There's not going to be much movements here. Like what's the go? They they they're terrible. They're all that fast pace, uh, pull down the rebound, rip it forward, play on the break type of game has been replaced with this fake Steve Kerr ball movement mumbo jumbo, and, and it, it's just not happening. It doesn't really play into the. I, I feel like they're such a young athletic team. Yeah, you just want them to run and let Darren Fox run, play with pace and. Buddy Hill just needs to get some shots up, and yeah. I mean the whole th- Bagley's hurt again, so that's Harry that sucks. Giles hasn't been playing. He must it's, be hurt as well. Uh, I mean, we I think we both had Sacramento sort of in that I don't know like seven to twelve range, and I just th- there might be worse than yeah, that. Yeah, it's looking more twelve to fifteen. It could be like it's again like I just don't know where the improvement comes. It's it's. I don't. When Bagley comes back, I feel like he's he alone is not going to sort of no. And it would be unfair to, to ask him that, yeah. to come in and like drastically It'd change, change yeah. the way Sacramento is playing. It just doesn't work that way. And like, where you're right, where's the improvement going to come from? The the guys are. There, there's no, they're just out there. There's no game plan. There's there's nothing. It's it's Dwayne Dedman's clogging up the paint and like. For as the, solid uh, as a player he is, he's not as fast as Willie Cauley Stein running up and down. And even the court. I mean, we just talked a lot of positive about Phoenix and like they had Trevor Ariza last year, right? That was the vet that they tried to bring in on big money to to have the influence. That we just, done the same they've thing. done literally that they've fallen the for the Ariza trap. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god, like it's you can look at the, those moves at surface level and be like, yes, that's a smart thing to do, but. I guess some guys have that influence on on teams, a negative influence. It just doesn't... Obviously, they wanted it to work out, but it's early days and it's just not looking good, right? Well, to segue, talking about another team that took the punt on Trevor Ariza last season for worse, the Washington Wizards. Yeah. I feel like they've shown some reasonable improvement this year. Are you a fan of Rui Hachimura? I'm a big fan of Rui Hachimura. Bradley Beal's doing some things down there. Yeah, big fan of Davis Bertans. He's a killer. 
I can see why Pop was so shitty that he he's lost. He's a very him. he's a very Spurs guy, right? Yeah, but like he, they've, he's unleashed on yeah, these Washington un- Wizards. He's got plenty. Of, he's got all the shots that he wants yeah. out there on the Wizards. And like Isaiah Thomas played good the other day. He got his first double double with assists in I can't even remember how long. He looked spry. Uh, I I could be honest with you. I've not watched any Washington this year. Um, I've watched a bit. Yeah. They're, they're not again. Like, they're not going to challenge for anything, but. After last season and that god-awful dumpster fire of a team, they are much better. There's signs of improvement. There's hope. Hachimura is young. He's a professional. I'm looking... I'm. Stop me before I say something stupid here, Beatty. But I'm looking forward to John Wall coming back. I, I've The John Wall thing is gone. The, the it's the ship has sailed with John Wall, man. Well, how do we know? <laughs> he's, oh, he's got it's done. Like they need to trade Beal and, and rebuild. But they're not. <laughs> they've well, re- they've they, doubled down. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't expect it to keep. What are the, what's their record right now? What are they? Uh, probably they're like, one. And, they're one and three. I. Uh, they're, <laughs> that's they're not. They're not a good team. They're no, not going they're not to a be good a good team, team. But they're not awful. They're playing together. They're having fun. That's an improvement in my eye. <laughs> It's more than my bulls can say. I don't know, dude. I I'm ex- I'm more optimistic about the bulls, man. Oh. Kobe White has looked okay, dude. He started off super hot and he's cooled down somewhat, expectedly so. He was never going to tear up the whole season long. Although he will he will be a good player. Kobe White is. I got to give him credit. He's surprised me. I wasn't expecting this much of the guy. I mean, put it this way: Are you more excited about Kobe White or are you more excited about Chris Dunn? Right. Kobe White. Yeah, of course. That's, that, there's optimism there. I mean, Zach Levine is still... You pull your hair out watching him sometimes. Yes, I have been. But you, you hit the nail on yeah. the head. That is exactly what I've been doing. Pulling my hair out, yeah. watching Zach Levine chuck up crazy shot after crazy shot and, and hijacking everything. One night he goes for 40 <laughs> and then the next night he'll go for 12. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, he has so much talent and he's just reckless with it. The guy's got to calm down. And... I thought that um, Sadoransky, as steady as he is, that's all he is, steady. Yeah, he's steady. I thought he was going to provide a little bit more than a steady hand. We needed a little uh, bit more than a steady hand. Your expectations are probably out of hand uh, there. Wendell Carter's been really good. Um, wholly invested on him being the center of the future. He's really good, to be honest with you. Um, Lowry still doesn't know whether he's coming or going. He's kind of... Depending on the matchup, some games he gets into the paint and he like dominates the smaller forwards. And then games when they've got big forwards, they sit him out on the three point line, and that's it. Like, yeah, the guy's so much more talented. He can't just be sitting on the three point line. It's a bit of a jigsaw puzzle for Boylan, I think. And stylistically, they have to just sort of sort of decide how they want to play offensively what they want to do. I mean, I don't know. Like, Markkinen, is, he can shoot the ball, right? He, he can, can shoot but it. But, like, if, if I think it's getting to a point now where the teams know he's just going to sit out there and there's no urgency. Like, they can just leave a guy on him out there and if they make his shot a little bit more difficult than it was going to be, then maybe he might miss and that's it. They'll live with that. Like, this is a guy with so much finesse. He needs to be working where his spots are under the rim. And getting there. Forget if you're going to get bruised up by Joel Embiid. Because you're a seven-footer in the NBA. That's going to happen. So, like, bulk up if you need to. But you got to work more into your game than just being a spot-up shooter. 
Yeah, but that's I, I I just don't know whether I don't know if that's on on marketing or if that's on the coach. I and know, that's on it's how you're going to play. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know either. Because I think it, I mean this is if you your starting five has Wendell and it has Markinen in it, like obviously Markinen's going to be out because I think it's it's going to follow the the same pattern that pretty much every other team in the league is running is sort of four, four out. out. Yeah, exactly. Well, Wendell, he's shown a little bit of touch. I'm hoping he can spread out to like at least Al Horford level. And if he can get to that, then... Yeah, but what, I mean, my thing is like, I feel like Markkinen is a good enough shooter from three. He's not like a, a knockdown guy, but he he's, he's a stretch four. He's a definition of stretch four, I, I think. I feel like he can be more than that. Yeah, well, that's, I don't know, it's probably an issue of rotation and trying to get him minutes where he's playing five and he is the guy that's in, in down low. It's also on the elbow. kind of Zach Levine getting the ball first because he's the guard and then, like, running something for Mate, himself and then... I, yeah, I honestly, I kind of think that Zach Levine, and I think I mentioned this before as well in another episode, but he his future is a six-man. You think? Yeah, I but think so. That, this is... I see what you're saying because everything he does is like he's he's Lou Williams, man. he's Jamal Crawford. That's but he can be better than that. He's got. The I but I just don't think he will. I don't think he's going to get there. It's so yeah. frustrating. I mean, I think you have such a. Let's give the keys to Kobe White. You have Sadoransky next to him as a steady hand to sort of take over when he needs it. That's a good starting backcourt, and you kind of go from there. And then when you have Levine attacking second units, I, I, that's lethal. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because of the money that Levine's on, and the Bulls are not really. I, I don't think there's expectations on this Bulls team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They'll be thereabouts, maybe round for that eight seed, but I, I think it's still a development year. I'll be honest. I was hoping for five hundred. That was my goal. Yeah, and it's looking like they're not going to even be able to do that. It's I don't. It's so the East is Otto Porter's been underwhelming. Man. It's just not happening for me. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a bit more of the same for the Bulls this God year. Damn, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> that, I was so hopeful. Pull up that Derek Rose highlights uh, video one more time, Josh. Oh, why did <laughs> why couldn't we have Derek Rose? At least I'd have something to look at that's fun to watch. He's been killing it for the Pistons, man. I may I haven't watched any Pistons either. Go Pistons have a look gone. at some Derrick Rose highlights. He has just he's rolled back the clock. He's got that he can't jump, but he's got that lethally that quick o- first. That step. old man point guard game now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, still not really shooting any threes, but holy hell, can he get to the rim and finish? Just Op- as good as he ever could. Opposite of not shooting threes, shooting threes. I want to talk about the Houston Rockets. Oh, okay. I. I can't believe, but I, I, I'm in love with this team. <laughs> Why? I just, I'm enamored by what Russell Westbrook, all the, I've completely changed my tune on Westbrook in the space of a week. Why is that? How's that? I just, I, I, Tell I'm, me more. I'm all aboard this Westbrook Harden experiment, this, this Rockets team. I think this is a better version of what we had in the previous years with, with Harden and Chris Paul. I think Westbrook, this is a team that he can thrive on and he can coexist with Harden. Well, that game the other day against the, the Wizards, Wizards, the 59-58, yeah, 159. 159 versus 158. The all-star game scoreline. Ridiculous. But um, that Harden got his. He got his 59 points, and Westbrook still got a triple-double. Triple-double, man. He's still, well, that's the thing. I think there was a question mark on whether or not he was still going to be able to fill up the stat sheet, and he has been. But my worry with this pairing initially was that no one was going to defend. 
And yes, they scored 159 points and got yeah, the win. Yeah, conceding 150 against the Wizards. 158 points against the Wizards in regulation. No, no, no overtime is a no, no. And yeah, it's a the good thing point. was, it wasn't like the points were coming from the Wizards front court and the wings. It was Isaiah Thomas and Bradley Beal, who was meant to be guarded by who? Russell Westbrook and James Harden. So these guys exerting every ounce of energy they have on offense is great and produces some lovely basketball. But they got to figure it out because a good team will punish them. I, what, where, where do you think is the ceiling for the Rockets this year? Do you think that winning it, a chip? That's the ceiling. That's the ceiling. What, what is the, what's the failure? How, if they get bundled out in the conference finals, is that a failure? No, it's not a second how, round not a like, failure. But first, second round, I guess. I, I, I just think even that, second round, you'd have to. Like dependent on the matchup, I suppose. Yeah, the matchups are going to be the big if, thing. If right? it's against the Clippers, if you or run into the Clippers shit, early, what yeah. can you do? Yeah. But like first, second round, that's a expensive team with a lot of talent, and if they can't get out of the first, second round, and I mean that's the knock on both of these guys, right? Yeah. I mean Harden has played in the conference finals with the Rockets, and obviously, I think all of them played in the finals on the Thunder way back in the day. Yeah, but these two guys have sort of. They're the two poster boys for losing to the Jazz well, in round these, one or losing to the Clippers. three seasons like, that Westbrook has averaged his triple-double, they didn't make the playoffs in the first round, first round. Yeah. And they had Paul George for two of them. So, like, it's not like he's shown a, a lengthy history of carrying a team all the way. The other scary thing, I think, with the Rockets is I, I feel like Harden hasn't shot well. No, he's from three he shot point. pretty good last game. He's but. from his three point, like he's he's just he's taking a lot of shots. His usage is the same as it's always been, but he's just and I mean they're winning games still. So in that sense, like if some of these shots start to go, then they're gonna he's be still blo- they're gonna to, be blowing teams out. He's I still, think he's yeah. getting to the foul line sixteen times a game or yeah, something. Yeah, like I mean that. that's the one aspect of it that it's still not the most appealing aesthetic game to watch. <laughs> but I mean Russ Effective. in the open court, like I don't know why. Like I never I hated watching the Thunder. But for some reason, I'm I'm all aboard this Rockets train right now. <laughs> Maybe it's the but, red uniform. But I don't know. At the same time, right? And I just mentioned the Thunder. I've kind of liked watching a little bit of the Thunder this year as well from one week. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, Gildress Alexander is a beast. Yeah, he's he is an absolute beast. He's a killer. The Clippers would have been spewing to have to let him go. Although, I mean... Obviously, it's... You yeah. Do it, but... Give him Shamit or something like that instead. And he gets to learn from Chris Paul for at least a little while. I, I think Chris Paul will stay the year. I don't. Who's going to trade for that contract? I think. Yeah, the, but who's going to trade for it at the end of the year? Well, that, maybe he's there next year. Like it's, <laughs> he's it's not. He's just he's a Thunder guy now. <laughs> apparently, like the contract is so bad, and I think a lot of a lot of the talk early was like, oh, maybe the Heat will try and make that move. How about? But why? Yeah, why if if, yeah. if 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 Hero and Nunn and these guys can? I mean. It, the Heat are going to be okay. They don't need Chris Paul. And I, even if you add Chris Paul, I don't know if that makes you better than Philadelphia in the East. I don't think so. Or Milwaukee. I don't. <laughs> right? Yeah. So don't, don't, don't make that move. Don't trade away the future for old Chris Paul. I reckon it's more likely Stephen Adams gets flipped. Yeah, that's realistic, right? Because his contract's reasonable, a lot of teams. Well, it's not really. It's a it's a kind of bad contract actually. I for for what he is, and my concern is that this year his numbers are going to go down just because he's not playing with Russ, and you know he's not going to get some of the looks that he probably used to get. I don't know. The joke there is like maybe his rebounding will go up a little bit though because Russ is not, not stealing some of his rebounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I don't know. The, even a dude like Gallinari, right? I'm a, I'm a huge Gallinari fan. I feel like you're a Gallinari fan too. Yeah. 
who've they're, been playing great. They're just they're a fun team to watch, man. They they took who did they play? I think they played the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, I they beat the Warriors. They beat the Warriors. Like it's that's the Thunder are going to win some games this year. Yeah, they're like they're probably sitting somewhere in the thirty to forty range. Yeah, I I don't think they're going to make playoffs, but they're going to be better than probably what we first thought once the whole rust thing went down. Yeah. All right. Well, back to the Rockets. What do you consider a failure for this team? I I think they're going to make. The... I I agree with you. It's the matchups, right? And whoever unfortunately bumps into the Clippers is going to be the team that. And the Clippers are so uniquely set up to just nullify this Rockets team. Yeah, that's they the got thing, right? so many wing defenders and yeah. backcourt defenders to throw at these guys. Yeah, like and even if they throw all of them on them and say do nothing but defend them, they've got Montrez and Lou Williams to win yeah. the game on the scoreboard anyway. The other thing, like the style of play with the free throws, like I feel like to an extent in the playoffs, you just don't get that. You're not going to yeah. get the same call. Like the whistle goes, puts in the pocket a little bit. Like the refs are not going to call some stuff that they do call in a regular season. Cause in the league, there are a handful of defenders that know how to keep you in check without fouling. And those guys happen to make the playoffs more often than not. And when you're coming up against team after team who know how to stop you without fouling, I, if I was the Rockets, I'd be quite nervous of the Spurs not because of that DeJounte Murray video where he like locked up Harden, but because they got a lot of guys that can kind of just absorb the contact. Mate, the Spurs keep on Spurs and dude. Second best offensive rating in the league. It's, what did I say? It's insane. <laughs> like they're, they're going to make playoffs. They're going to yeah, make the play. Top Again, two seed. Top two. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm calling it. But um, yeah, it just the machine keeps rolling on. With yeah, them. and they're better than probably the last three years they've been. Yeah, the, the 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 ad of Dejounte. We call it an ad because obviously he wasn't there. Well, this at all is the first year, time right? they had Dejounte and Lamarcus Aldridge. Then they had Lamarcus Aldridge and DeRozan. This is the first time they've had Dejounte, DeRozan, and Lamarcus Aldridge, and Derek White, and Bryn Forbes, and everyone else on the team. And I didn't know they picked up Trey Lyles. That totally flew under my radar. Yeah. Trey Lyles has had a lot of knocks on him in his career, but. He is a playmaker. He makes things happen. And on the Spurs, that's going to be accentuated. I also would not discount for a second how important having Tim Duncan at practice every day Assistant is. Assistant coach Tim Duncan. Yeah, yeah man. That, that's hugely valuable. The, the, they, I mean, to this day, right, they still have the best culture in the league. Yeah. And you can't, doesn't matter what players come and go. the like, embodiment of yeah, that culture, yeah. teaching it teaching to them. Teaching you in there and practice with him every day. Yeah. I... The Spurs, I don't know what it is, I and I don't them. know why, but it's, they just so get slept on. Yeah. Every year they get slept on, and they're going to be a problem in the regular season. They're going to win. They're going to win games that other teams are going to drop. Yeah, yeah. I, I it, this is the thing, right? You don't really even know what to say because it's sort of they just they, they just win. They're do. just winners, yeah. dude. They're just winners. I know their their three point shots per game is like nowhere near as high as some of the teams in the league. And yet they've got the second best offensive rating yeah. in the league. They just know how to get to their spots. They know how to move the ball. They're defending way better as a team. I mean, I think they're 19th in the league at the moment. But this is like a bunch of dudes that have never played together before. Once yeah. they figure that out, I'd see that steadily climb, hopefully, into the top 10. If anything, the only knock I can see on this team is, unfortunately, DeMar DeRozan. For all his talents... He has some notable deficiencies, and those deficiencies are where teams are going to attack. Yeah, I mean, 
as much as uh, we're very positive on them right now, I think they're not a, a team that's going to have success in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I think I'm with that you. even though I'm calling a top two. Yeah, seed. yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether they just lack. They just lack a, a real superstar or something. But it's with Demar in particular, like he's just never had those moments in the playoffs. It's always been punctual. It's always been the bad moments with him. And yeah, I mean, like we and this was a while ago now, back in his Raptors days, but we used to go on about him and Kyle Lowry were notorious yeah. slow starters in the playoffs, and he always, every year, year on year, his shooting percentages dipped, everything. He just, like, shocker as soon as playoffs started. I don't see that changing this time around. I don't think he's shot a three-pointer yet this season, so that hasn't added to his game, even though two years with the Spurs, you would have thought that he could throw up a three by now. It's and I mean that's where it's testament to Pop because obviously they've just changed their style. That 2014 Spurs is nothing on on what this team is like. It's a completely different style and the personnel is different. Lamarcus Aldridge is not a three point shooter either. They really gay like they, they they don't take those shots and they still are eking out wins. They still I have know, success. It's so so weird. I feel like the NBA with the Warriors somewhat disbanding this year, they're almost going trending back toward that pre-Warriors days where you could have two big men in your lineup. There's a lot of teams well, rolling out two big men this year. It's more, yeah. I mean, the Lakers in particular, I think, is, is obviously the big one, right? But I, I just... I don't know whether it's... The numbers will always still say that that's not the way to have success. And I mean, even you look at the Jazz, right? And I've watched the Jazz quite closely the last few years, seasons, and them sort of letting favours walk and, and making the moves to bring Conley in is, is sort of really geared at, again, that same sort of thing of the sort of four out and you have a defensive anchor in, in Gobert in the middle. So I the Spurs kind of just, they managed to still make it work, right? And the problem, like I said, I still have question marks come April June, uh, playoffs, but like I... I don't know. They're just they're, just they're such they're, they're just pros in the regular season, yeah. and they win when when other teams just they find ways. They just they, they got all these vets. I mean, Patty Mills is a vet. He's been there for Marco Bellinelli. They're just vets. They know how to win, and I mean, it's, it's such a great environment for the younger dudes, the Dejontes and Lonnie Walker and Bryn Forbes and Derek White. These guys to have success. Well, I think that's all I had to talk about today. No final thoughts. I'm trying to um, think of anything. Well, the Lakers have been good. Anthony Davis is a monster. They're going to cause some real dramas in the playoffs, although regular season maybe not so much. Uh, maybe a week, a week in, right? Rookies? Any anything? To, I mean, obviously it sucks that we have no Zion, right? Yeah, but it's kind of opened up the race. Ja Morant. Yeah, the, and I've really been impressed with the rookies on the Hawks. I think people slept on Cam Reddish way too much. He's going to end up being pretty good. I mean, the Hawks in general, they're, they're pretty high up on the league pass. Yeah, rankings for oh, me as well, yeah. man. Like Trey, I mean Trey Young is just they've, a great watch. They've sat Kevin Herder in yeah. favor of DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter, Hunter. Yeah, even though Kevin Herder's been building this unreal chemistry yeah. with them. The oh past well, I th- he he had he didn't really play anything in the preseason. He was sort of injured, and it's I don't know what their their strongest five is. And I mean the other dude on that team, uh, I don't know his first first name, but uh, Den Bembry. Oh yeah, DeAndre Bembry. He's yeah. he's killing it, man. Like how this is where. It's going to be difficult for Lloyd Pierce to work out his rotations, and obviously you got to try and get Herder back in there and get him into the rotation. But it's it's just going to take time. But they 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 got a lot of young talent, and they're very exciting to watch. Their development must be fantastic over there because 
every rookie they've brought in the past three, four years has been like straight away sent in to contribute. They've not been afraid of the moment. They're all super confident. John Collins is looking great. Um, I, I love watching the Hawks. I mean, the other one, Jabari Parker's sort of... Is playing okay? Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes, right? But, like, it's... They're just... They're, they're really doing the youth thing, right? Yeah. Like Can he be called youth anymore? Well, yeah, that's probably a good question, right? Knees, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it's early days, but I... I There's fun a to part watch. of me that still wants Jabari Parker to end up being really good. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really... I feel you. I don't really... I yeah. There's a part of me that, like, he was just so hyped coming in and he has so much talent it would be a shame to see that just like not happen probably the other team that kind of there's a these two teams are kind of connected in a weird way is is dallas right atlanta and dallas so i mean luka Doncic and and porzingis that's going to end up being the biggest trade of the past 20 years and they both won well, yeah, exactly. We hey, there's some universe where maybe we're we're watching Mavericks and and Hawks in finals. Yeah, mate. You years say there now. might be some universe, but years from now, that could very well be the case. <laughs> but I mean, KP hasn't skipped a beat. They they look the Mavs look really good. Those two guys look. They How look good really is Jalen good. Brunson? Yeah, man. Like that guy struggled so much coming into the league. Gets sent over to the Mavs. Yeah, real sweet. Other do I mean Maxi Kleber's looked okay. They just got a okay supporting part cast, but yeah. I, I mean Doncic is a beast and Doncic is shredded up. A he's going to get whatever he, he wants. He looks like he's been training. Mate, Porzingis is the one that looks like he's been out in Siberia, but <laughs> pushing some carts around and getting big, dude. He's jacked. Yeah, and shooting. shooting oh, he's actually been shooting pretty shit, but that'll come good. He's got confidence in his shot at least he's not hesitating at all and i mean we haven't seen Blocking him in, we haven't seen him in two years but he's so he's so big yeah i forgot how he's tall so the tall is. yeah i saw this block the other day where he just like he swatted down almost <laughs> it, was, it was shocking to see well and i mean that's obviously we're talking a lot bigger picture here but in years to come and and assuming that anthony davis's reign in the lakers continues if he decides to stay there like you need size against yeah. a guy like that, so it's 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 interesting. Hopefully, Puzingis can stay healthy and on the court. Unicorn. Yeah, and and the Mavs keep on this development and improvement because it's it's they're looking better than last year too. Yeah, well, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty. We will be joined again by Jake Eisenberg next week. We might we might talk some Celtics next yeah, week. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll talk Who some knows? Celtics. <laughs> Didn't have time for that today. He keep, Didn't really come up. He keeps sending me. He keeps sending me um, Tatum highlight videos. <laughs> I got What I, are you saying? That's nice. I keep replying with Ingram highlight videos. <laughs> like you, they, you still picked wrong. I, yeah, picked exactly. Him. Yeah, the better trade package was there, man. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Tell us if you love us, you hate us, whatever you want. Until next week, peace.